All right. The weekend is about to begin. What do you think? Yeah, that's what I thought. And it's time to start that weekend off as we do every week with a chance to Ask the Preacher. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher. Here's John Freed. Well, it's good to be back with you. Eric, good to see you in the studio today. Good to be here. Yeah, and uh, I've been gone for a couple weeks up in Pittsburgh. I'll tell you about that in just a moment, but it's uh, it's good. In the words of Dorothy as she clicked her heels, there's no place like home. And that's absolutely right. There is no place like home. I tell you, Lakeland is a wonderful city, but... As I speak to you, Lakeland, today, I want to give you a warning, and I hope you will heed my warning. Uh, we'll discuss it in, in just a moment. But um, glad to be back in the studio live with you today, this uh, September 9th, 9-9, and it is 5-0-9. And if you would like to call into the studio today, join me on the air with a question, comment, uh, or, you know, I don't know, something else, 682 Area code 863, you should know that by now, 682-1430. That is the number to call in live into the studio, 863-682-1430. And as always, you can go to askthepreacher.com and find that uh, number as well to be able to call us. All right, so um, as I, I said a moment ago, I was, I was in Pittsburgh for a couple weeks, uh, me and our evangelism pastor, Jonathan, he's been on the air with us uh, many times, but um, he was up there as well. He went up a few days ahead of me. I was there for 10 days. He was there for about 14 days. Uh, we were taking part in a large evangelistic crusade, if, uh, if I can use that term, up there, which basically what that means is our efforts were to win as many souls to Jesus as possible during that two-week time period. Uh, so part of our job, the major part of our job, was to go door to door to door to door, business to business. We did that for um, about 12 days before the weekend meetings in the stadium there, and just going door to door, inviting people, talking to people, praying with people, doing uh, various evangelistic outreach to, to people. And um, if if you've never been to a big city, maybe you're listening to the radio here in Lakeland and you've never really ventured out into a place like uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, San Francisco, uh, Minneapolis, uh, New York, New Jersey, any of these types, Atlanta, uh, Dallas, Houston, some of these large cities that we have in the United States. I want to tell you, our large cities are in trouble. They are in absolute trouble. They're in shambles. Um, you know, I've been to third world world countries. I've been to small, little, tiny villages in third world countries, m- multiple third world countries. I've been into uh, relatively large cities, as it were, um, at least what they consider to be large cities in third world countries. Uh, and even what you might call second world countries, and then, of course, here in first world countries. It was interesting to me to see that Pittsburgh, in a lot of ways, at least in some of the suburbs and some of the um, – when I say suburbs, <laughs> I, I don't I don't mean the rich, um, nice-looking – the Hamptons suburbs of, of New York. Now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about places that looked worse than third world countries. The roads are worse. The buildings are worse. The the people are 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 hungry. Um, you know, I, something that that came out 
in the meetings that we had there, when I say the meetings, I'm talking about the actual evangelistic crusade portion, uh, where we would give out lots of items to people, but then um, we would preach the strong gospel. Uh, an evangelist named Jonathan Shuttlesworth was the preacher there, and he preached a very strong, very clear message uh, to the people, something that he said that really um, got my attention. I thought, well, now that that that's so very true. In this last year, year and a half, and even two years, we've talked about supply chain shortages. We have heard threats uh, from from the left and the right talking about there won't be enough food. You got to do this. You got to do that. Um, you know, there's not going to be enough electricity. There's not going to be enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, the, the prices of wood and all sorts of building materials. Uh, there's not enough steel. Steel. The, Pittsburgh is called the steel city. Um, it's well known for its steel mills and manufacturing. Um, but uh, so all of these supply chain shortages, you want to know what's interesting? There's not a supply chain shortage of fentanyl, of cocaine and heroin coming into the United States of America. It's flooding over to the borders about as fast as what should be corn or potatoes or any other vegetable or any other needed material. There's no such thing as a supply chain shortage in one sense. It's a control thing. And so what's, what's my point? My, my point is, is to say, Lakeland, hello, Lakeland, I hope you're listening. If we follow suit as to how the big cities have done, we'll be in the same trouble that the big cities are in. I find it interesting that I, I hear some, some terms, some statements that get made from our, um, from our city leadership that says, well, um, you know, we're growing and, and we need to follow the example of the big cities that have grown ahead of us. No, 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 emphatically no. If we follow the example, we will become like them. And so I would challenge some of our city leadership, go visit the big cities and tell me when you come back home, do you want to be like them? So what we ought to do is do differently than what they've done. We ought to stick to the foundations of Scripture. We, we ought to stick to, to conservatism uh, and, and not push the agendas that the big cities have bought into many years ago. It didn't pan out well. We know by the fruit. How do you know what an apple tree is? Well, because it's got apples that are growing on the tree. Well, those apples didn't grow on that tree when the tree was a sapling. It took time. And so these cities that have gone in advance of us, we can see the fruit by what they are now. And I'm telling you, Lakeland, we do not want to follow suit to the big cities. That is why, I'll, I'll end this first segment with this, that is why these elections are so, so, so important. That is why our, and I should have said this first, that is why our churches should not be echoing the sentiments that the world is dishing out, we should stick with the Scripture. That is why our leaders should not be echoing the thoughts, ideas, and, and policies that the, the, the big cities around our nation that have fallen into pit holes of destruction, we shouldn't be following their ideas. And that is why you and I, as individuals, should also not follow the way of the world. Look at the results. Look at those that have done it ahead of us. Look at older cities and let's find out, are they in a good place now, or are they in a bad place? And so let's stick with what we know works. All right, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about these things. I've got a couple uh, events coming up that I want to tell you about as well. Now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. 
your weekly opportunity to have Bible questions answered. Brought to you by Believer's Fellowship, here's John. Welcome back. I'm glad you're listening. Thanks for joining me today on this wonderful Friday. Um, I told you that I would tell you about a couple events that are coming up. A couple of events, actually, there's there's lots of, of events coming up, but I, I want to tell you about uh, one particular event that I have uh, the ability to, to um, well, let me say it this way. I'll pay for your way to come. Uh, I was going to say I have the ability to give away tickets. I, I do, but I, I believe in this event. I'm gonna, I, am, I am a uh, large participant in it, but instead of just giving away free tickets, I'm, I'm thinking I'm actually I'm just going to pay for them for you. So here's, here's what you need to do. I'm going to tell you about the event, but if you're interested, as I'm speaking about the event, if you're interested in uh, coming and being a part of it, I just want you to call the number into the studio. You don't have to come live on the air, but that's 863-682-1430, 863-682-1430. And uh, Eric will take down your name and your number, and uh, that's all you have to do is call in and say, hey, I, w- I would like to go. I will contact you in the next couple of days here, and uh, and we'll get you set up. Okay, so what is this event? The event is uh, sponsored and put on by All Pro Pastors International. It is a Central Florida. It's the second annual one. Last year when we held this event, um, we had the pillow guy uh, come. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. He was our, our main speaker. We had a couple of others. Uh, we had had the um, uh, the commander from Black Hawk Down, the real guy in person. He was there. Anyway, so this time around, second annual Central Florida Leadership Breakfast. It is Tuesday morning, September the twenty seventh. So it's a few, a couple weeks away. Tuesday morning, September the twenty seventh, from six thirty in the morning till nine a.m. So six thirty a.m. to nine a.m. So I know that's early. But breakfast is included there. Um, we will have Ashley Moody. She is the uh, the Attorney General of Florida, Florida's Attorney General. She will be there as a speaker. Uh, we'll we will have uh, Marcel uh, Traficant. If you don't know who he is, he is a, a, a retired captain, uh, elite special forces. They made a movie about him. I can't tell you the details of that because um, there's some copyright things. But they did make a movie about him, and you may have seen that movie and some of the um, the things that, that he did uh, with uh, American troops over in Somalia and rescuing some people. Um, anyway, and then we have a couple other special guests that I cannot tell you about, uh, but I will tell you there will be some, uh, some high security, um, so you will have to have your name. I will contact you, so uh, just, just go ahead and, and keep calling in to the studio, 863 863- 682-1430, and I will pay your way. We'll just see how many tickets, um, how many people want them um, before we before we end it. But that is at the Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City. I don't think I said that yet. It'll be at the Florida Strawberry Festival in Plant City coming up on Tuesday, September the 27th, uh, with Attorney General of Florida Ashley Moody. Um, well, it's actually on the flyer, so I can say this guy's name, Charlie Kirk. From uh, Turning Point USA, and then Marcel Traficant, and yours truly, John Freed. I will be the MC of that event. It's a it's a great event coming up. All right, um, I want to tell you about something else. Have Have you heard of Title Nine? Do you know what Title Nine is? Title Nine was uh, was was put into place to basically say that women should have the right to participate in sports 
Um, and so women's women's rights came in because of Title IX, uh, originally having to do with, with um, what I consider almost to be much more important uh, civil issues, uh, such as blacks, uh, Hispanics, um, other other cultures being able to also participate. In other words, you say you can't be on my team because you're not my nationality. No, that that's not that's not right to do. Uh, or you can't play basketball because you're a girl. Um, I tell you, there's some girls that could just absolutely whip my tail in some of these sports. But anyway, um, as of late, our current administration, I think, in one of its uh, laps of of mental capacity has decided to take Title IX and uh, make it about gender. Uh, Here's some of the things that this Title IX does. It requires schools to open up its bathrooms and its locker rooms to other genders. In other words, if you have a little girl and somebody else's boy decides to be a girl today, they can go in the girl's bathroom. Well, I'm sorry, you ain't coming in my girl's bathroom. So what this does, in, in, in the end, it puts young women whatever the age, it puts women at risk. It puts women at risk. Um, it, it jeopardizes their ability for sports. You've, you've heard about it. Uh, soccer players, basketball players, track stars, women that have trained at high levels and become the tops of their fields, uh, beating out other women. It, now all of a sudden, these men can come along, claim to be another gender, and they just, so to speak, mop the floor. Because everybody knows if your brain is working correctly, you know that generally speaking, maybe some mild exceptions, but generally speaking, the male body is stronger than most female bodies. Um, and go, just go do some simple research about it. You know, we played that movie not long ago, What is a Woman? What, a, what an eye-opener for many people. They were just shocked, could not believe what is going on in America. You know, I would often say, what in the world, what are people doing? Are they they living under a rock? They don't know that these things are going on? Well, anyway, Title IX is happening right now. As a matter of fact, if you don't want this type of thing to take place, we only have one option to speak up against it, and that door of opportunity closes on September the 12th, which is coming up this coming Tuesday. That's I'm sorry, this coming Monday is September the 12th. And so we, we really need to, uh, to act on this. I'll tell you how in just a moment. Uh, another thing that, um, that this does is it forces false gender indoctrination in our school systems and in a variety of other things. Um, and biological gendering, what does that mean? It means if, if you call somebody a girl and they say, well, I'm not a girl, it becomes a sex-based harassment. What's what's the end of that? What what does that really mean? Well, just like a, a a rapist or somebody who is stalking a woman or something like that, if you call somebody by the wrong gender, you can be accused of a crime. And in some cases, especially in Canada, Canada is ahead of us on this. They went ahead in the wrong direction, similar to what I was saying about big cities. They've gone ahead of us in in doing this thing, and there um, there's a particular dad spending years in in prison. Because he would not allow his daughter to undergo uh, a, a gender replacement or a gender uh, surgery, and it was considered a hate crime against his his minor 
daughter. Anyway, so uh, gender reassignment. So what do you what do you do about this? We must act by September the twelfth. I'm going to give you a couple websites that you can go to. You need to write these down because I can't give you a hyperlink over the phone or over the over the uh, over the radio. It just doesn't work that way. I can't show you a QR code over the radio. You've got to write this down. Childparentrights.org slash title nine, but the nine is is the Roman numerals, I-X. Childparentrights.org slash title dash I-X. Childparentrights.org slash title dash I-X. You can um, probably just just uh, you know duck duck go it Google search it whatever um, and then read up read up about it and take some action. Uh, some other places you can go, some websites you can go to. Give him fifteen talks about it, and then also Intercessors for America IFA they talk about it as well. Um, folks, I I, I just uh, I I can't stress it enough. If we don't take action against some of these things. Our communities all across this nation, even wonderful, by and large, conservative cities, communities like Lakeland, we will, go the, we will go the way of the big cities. We will go the way of the Pittsburghs, the Philadelphias, the Minneapolis, um, the, the San Francisco's, the L.A.'s, uh, all of these cities. If, it's not a good idea. We must hold on. We must fight. We must be engaged. We have to be different than them. Why do we want to be like them if we can look at the fruit of who they have become and say, it's not pretty, it's not good? Well, let's not follow suit. Let's be different. Let's stick to Scripture. Let's stick to conservative, godly principles. And we won't stick with them by being quiet and by doing nothing. We've got to hold on to it tight. We have to open our mouth. We have to vote. We have to be engaged. So if you'll call in 682-1430 and you want to come to that leadership prayer breakfast, I'll give you a ticket for that. I'll buy your ticket. And then also get engaged concerning uh, refusing Title IX to be pushed down the pipe towards us. So uh, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're going to take a break at the bottom of the hour here. I'm glad you're with me today and glad to be back in the studio. One more time, that number into the studio is 863-682-1430. Be back in a few minutes. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. It's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church, located in North Lakeland. And here's John Freed. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Um, you know, you probably think, man, he's on some kind of rant today. I'm not really on a rant. I've tried to be very calm about it, I'm not yelling and screaming. But I, I just, I just want to say, Lakeland, if we don't, if we don't wake up. We will become like all the other places. I, I want to uh, shift gears just a little bit. It's just a parallel issue, if you will. Do you remember September 11th, back 21 years ago? I, I do. I do very well. Um, I didn't really realize what was what was going on. I, I'm somewhat sad to say. I, I mean, I was I was young. I was 21 years old myself. Um, and maybe just a hair older, whatever. Uh, but uh, we were driving, didn't know that anything had happened. It was driving out to Ocala. We had arrived at our destination. Um, the ushers at the church that we were headed to for a, a daily a meeting that, that was there that day rushed out to the car and said, come in, come in, quick, 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 you know. Um, 
and they didn't tell us anything. They just said, you got, you got to see this, you got to see this. And so they rushed us into the building and we went into a television studios that were there at this uh, large church. And um, so there's TV monitors and stuff everywhere and they're, they're showing all of this stuff and, and um, news channels all over. And I didn't realize it was real. I, I thought maybe they had put together some kind of movie or graphics or something. I didn't, didn't know at all what was going on. But um, anyway, and then when I realized it, that, whoa, this is real life. This is really happening right now. It's just oh, so so tragic. I, 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 you can't express how, how bad it, it is. Uh, here we are attacked on our own soil. And uh, there was a commercial just a few minutes ago um, here on this station today during this segment. Um, or, well, a few minutes ago. Anyway, it used this phrase that became very popular back in that term. I think it's a good phrase, but the, the phrase was never forget. Never forget, and um, it's it's interesting to me how how quickly we do actually forget. You know, I I said back uh, probably about two years, three years after September 11th, uh, the events that took place uh, in in New York City, um, I started to to see that it that it wasn't the same anymore. And and just like most things, the intensity uh, wears off. And it may be to some degree that's okay. you you got to be able to get up and, and move on. But I said, mark my words. Eventually, we will be celebrating in the streets with people dressed up uh, in, in Muslim Islamic garb with airplanes and, and, and buildings, skyscraper buildings, reenacting the occasion. And, and people were kind of appalled, and some people may be appalled that I would say some of these things now. Um, but, uh, and, and I said, but mark me, it, it will, it will happen eventually in time. And I'll give you some examples as to how I know that. I mean, even locally here, we, we celebrate Gasparilla. I know some people will say, well, it didn't really happen. It was just make-believe or whatever. No, 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 no. Catch this. We're going to celebrate an occasion of destruction of, of Tampa, of, of the, the burning of a city and the, the raping and pillaging of women and, and children and stuff and, uh, you know, pirates come in, so now it's our mascot. We celebrate those things. It makes no sense, but people do it. And so what we have done so many times over is we've allowed our, our enemies to stay. We, we tolerate them. Uh, if, Lord willing, I, I plan this Sunday to deal with a, a word called O-tape. I, I stood before our, our school board. Oh, by the way, well, I might say something about this. We have one more school board race. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but there is a, a runoff uh, in our in our school board between um, the current sitting Lisa Miller and challenger Jill Sessions um, com- coming in. And so, you know, that, that vote did not take a majority 50% plus uh, towards either candidate. And so now there's a runoff. There were three people running for that seat. Now there's a runoff. Um, and so when if you if you look at the candidates involved, you say, well, who is supporting things that uh, lead us down a slippery slope of of destruction? 
Um, well, I'm not endorsing one candidate or the other, but you can you can look by the voting record of the current sitting person there and say, man, she has invited the slippery slope um, to be right here in our county. I, I can't vote for somebody like that. Are you kidding me? I, I got to vote for somebody to say, we have got to stop this slide. We have got to stop uh, what is so plainly said in Scripture. This brings destruction to your life if you allow these things to come in. Anyway, so um, September 11th, you know, that, that phrase, never forget, has, has uh, become popularized by it. But people forget. People have forgotten. We, we vote. Uh, you know, we, we have government leaders holding office, making valuable, important, which end up being destructive decisions that are of the same mindset of the very people that caused one of the, if not the largest massacre of Americans, and we put them in office? Give me a break. People have forgotten. Ah, well, we have a caller on the line, and uh, Mr. James, welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. How's it going, Pastor? Ah, fantastic. I, I, I might sound a little dark today, but um, just would like to stir people, say, hey, wake up! <laughs> Sometimes we have to do that. Uh, but what I wanted to chime in was uh, something that happened on the, another channel that I was listening to that a lot of people don't realize that Queen Elizabeth, when 9-11 hit on that day, Instead of playing hell to the queen, which has his never broken rank of, uh, played the national anthem. And the United that States. has yeah. never happened before in like over like 400 to 600 years. That's how the character of Queen Elizabeth is in my sight. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty incredible woman. She sat there for a long time. Um, you know what I find interesting is uh, King Charles now um, has said he's going to uh, downsize the royal family. I, I'm, I'm interested in that. What does that, what does that mean, and why, for what reason? Um, James, you've called into the program many times, and so can I just ask you a question? Go ahead. Where were you, September 11, two thousand one? I was working in my mom and dad's hardware store uh, at the time, and suddenly I heard someone say that this, you better check on the news. So I quickly ran into the house next door to the store, and uh, as soon as I did, I caught the second plane hitting the tower and, yeah. and you know the, the live feed. And when I saw that, I'll be honest with you, I really felt like souls of people just left their bodies, mm-hmm. and mine left a spirit of part of me just died. Wow. I really did feel that because it was like you, you could see something that happened that you know that thousands of people are, are dying. Mm-hmm. And especially the plane, when it hit, you knew that automatically they're incinerated. It, it was just that quick. And it just, I was just in tears. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened there. I just want to let you know about, like I said, the Queen Elizabeth situation because I think that was very impo- a powerful statement that she did while she was a hold as reign to be able to, instead of doing the hell to the queen, that she played our national anthem and to, uh, out of respect for us. Yeah, Have a nice that's an uh, incredible respect for the United States. Uh, thank you, James. Thanks for the call. You're, you're right. Um, sadly, I, I, I believe the United States very quickly in the last 20 years, we've lost our respect around the country. Uh, it's very sad. Very sad. I am delighted to live in Polk County and in Lakeland, and I pray that Polk Countyans and Lakelanders 
that we hold to the tenets of our faith, that we hold to the things that that made this community great, um, and that we keep it so that we not slide away. And um, again, so my my for whatever reason, it's like my mantra today. Hey, just look at the other communities. Just look at other places. Do we really want to become like that? Do we really want to accept in our schools um, teaching and, and books, literature, education that promotes agendas that destroy lives? I understand, folks, that everybody wants to be liked. But you cannot be everybody's friend. You're going to have to either be a friend of God or a friend of the world, one or the other. You cannot be both. And when we continue to try to become accepting to the world and make the world like us um, and, and, and kind of fit in, we're going to go the way of the world. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Well, uh, I want to read to you some out of Deuteronomy chapter 6, maybe a few other verses. I haven't gotten into any Scripture today, uh, but when we come back from this break, we will do that. You are listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John. I'm the pastor at Believer's Fellowship. I'm glad you've joined me today. We will talk more in about two and a half minutes, so stay tuned. Fourth and final segment of Ask the Preacher coming up, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church, and here's John. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Is that copyrighted? Are we allowed to if do that? I, I did it, so all right, I, I'll pay the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Mr. Nick is on the phone. Uh, hello, Nick. Welcome. Hey there. Hey, uh, my my question was, if this sentence stopped over the verbal protests and dissent, are there other options? This isn't really the final stand, is it? Uh, couldn't, couldn't it be taken to court and perhaps all the way to the Supreme Court? Um, I am. I'm not attorney. I, I am not an attorney of such matters. Um, but I would say yes. You are. You are likely uh, correct. It, it could be stopped. And unfortunately, a lot of things get put into place before people pay attention, and then they say something, fight back, and and stuff is is pulled back. Um, but I would I would really want to caution myself, you, all of us, uh, about allowing that to take place. Uh, here's kind of what happens. Uh, for instance, let's just use gas prices for example. Gas becomes you know nearly six seven dollars. I think it was an average of about six dollars across the nation. In some places, eight and nine dollars, um, and then it rolls back to say five dollars. So it's still two or three dollars more than what it was. But everybody's happy because it's two or three dollars less. Than, than what it was uh, at one point in time. And so everybody gets comfortable, but they've still inched us forward. So it, if, if Title IX comes into action with these new ideas that uh, I'm going to call them faux Biden is pushing, um, so they may back off of some things, but they will have still moved their agenda forward some measure. So I would want to encourage people to fight early rather than to fight late. Does that, does that uh, sit well? Oh, I'm all with you on that. But you know how the Biden uh, administration is. They don't really care. They don't I mean, really they, care. That's they right. They more or less have to, have to be defeated in court or on rare occasions not get the majority vote in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's what makes even these upcoming elections all the more important. Um, I, I hope we can trust them. But um, – 
Anyway, but I, I'm glad you brought back up the Title IX thing again because it is outrageously important, and uh, so uh, I'll talk about it again here in just a minute. So, uh, Nick, thank you so very much for— Thank you for the program. Hey, if you if you would like, uh, you called in here, if you would like a, a, a seat at the uh, Central Florida Leadership Breakfast, um, you can hang on the phone. Just let just let Eric know whether you do or not, and uh, he'll take your, your number down, and then I'll contact you later about that since you called in today. I appreciate that. Thanks for the call, okay, Nick. Okay, thank you. So uh, Nick brought up the, uh, the, the issue of the Title IX thing again, so I just want to give you a website, everybody, that you can go to. Uh, childparentrights.org, childparentrights.org. And then when you get there, if you can search or just look around for anything that, that talks about Title IX, and it will give you very thorough instructions. Matter of fact, it is so thorough that I had somebody ask me today, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, it tells you everything. Well, it was so much information uh, that they, they were looking for something to just click here, boom, and be done. Um, but unfortunately, this will not go away easily, and it's going to require action. And so um, I, I just say it this way. If you love your children, um, you'll, you'll act. If you love your grandchildren, you'll act on this. Childparentrights.org. Um, when you get there, look around for Title IX information. I, I want to read you some, some scripture out of... Um, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Now, this is right after the, the, the law is given, and uh, there's an instruction that comes. I'll have to, for time's sake, I'll have to skip around on some things here, but in Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, right at the beginning of the chapter, it says, These are the commandments, the decrees, the laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. So here the children of Israel is coming into the promised land. They have been rescued from slavery. They are coming into the promised land, and the Lord gives them commands, decrees, and laws. But I want you to catch what Moses is saying here. He says, the Lord gave me these commands, decrees, the laws. Um, He directed me to teach you to observe in this land, in this new land. So it's not just teach you so that you will know them, but it's teach you so that you will do them, teach you to observe these in this land. Why? Why do them in this land? My goodness, it's the promised land. Isn't everything perfect? No. If we don't obey the Lord, destruction ends up ends up coming. So anyway, they end up coming into this land, the land flowing with milk and, milk and honey. It's just a, a prosperous land. I could relate the United States of America— to to uh, the, the, this this promised land uh, so so easily the United States has been so blessed so blessed the greatest nation on the face of the planet but we have forgotten God when when you when you go down to verse six, I'm sorry verse ten Deuteronomy six ten it says when the Lord your God brings you into the land that He swore to your fathers to Abraham Isaac Jacob and to give you a land with large flourishing cities that you didn't build houses filled with all kinds of good things that you did not provide wells that you didn't even dig vineyards and olive groves that you didn't plant and then when you eat and you are satisfied be careful. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God. Serve him only. Serve him only. Don't follow other gods, and don't follow the gods of the people around you. Folks, the Bible's true. It's the greatest book ever written. It is ancient wisdom that has proven itself over and over and over again. 
The reality is it is God between two leather covers, if I can say it that way. It is God in print. And when we stray away from that, we see destruction in our nation, in our cities, in our own homes, and in our own lives. So I want to encourage you, find out that the Bible is true, that God is real, He's alive, His His Word is true, and He's on your side. He's on your side. He is there for you. He is not against you. Don't be against God. My name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believer's Fellowship. I want to invite you to join us. Join us this week. Uh, it's a Patriot's Day. Patriot's Day. Um, and we'll be uh, talking about some of those things at Believer's Fellowship. Look us up online, believersfellowship.com. I hope to see you Sunday. Have a great weekend, folks.